It's so early in the morning. It's so early. We're both tired. We're here. We're doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm exhausted. But I am pooped. I'm trying to get some energy. This coffee is not coffeeing like coffee is supposed to coffee. But whatever. My my window is near tree. Like my the positioning of my room is a tree, and it's literal birds chirping outside. Like I'm a Disney princess, and I hate it so much because shut up. You are shut a Disney up. princess, though. I I am absolutely a princess, but shut up. Don't nobody like people think birds chirping is cute until birds are really chirping outside. Do you hear this? Yeah, I hear it. It's terrible. It's awful. Um, I think that um as I get older, like I already get up at the crack of dawn, as Melanie knows and hates, and everybody has a problem with it. I've been getting up at like four against my will. Like usually my body will make wake me up between like 5:30 and 6:45. My body has been waking me up at four for the past two and a half weeks. Um, the fuck is your problem? I, I truly am going to see a sleep specialist because the 5.30 to 6, the 5 a.m. to 6.45 thing was kind of like quirky. Like, oh, she gets up early. This 4 a.m. shit is not cute. Like I'm the only up. time it's appropriate for me to wake up at that early is to pee or if I have a flight. Well, I've been getting up at 4, 4.15 for the past two weeks and I'm tired so yeah i I imagine oh okay (sighs) yeah i sound like a grown man again i have i literally rolled over woke up and it was podcast time okay so please bear with me i don't wake up until i have to be at work no um i get it i'm trying to like hype myself up but the energy is really low maybe it'll pick up later who knows let's see uh because i feel like somebody's sitting on my chest right now um real real hard and um I want to go back to sleep anyway um so joke of the week Melanie you got a joke of the week what's up um myself I'm my own joke of the week uh you know sometimes you're the problem okay where have you been the problem I don't know I think um it's deeper but you know if I get into all that but you know sometimes it's like you know maybe it is you Maybe it is. And sometimes you just have to sit in that and to be like, huh, it's me. Huh? Mm-hmm. I got checked about something recently. And I was like, damn, I do be doing that. Yeah, like you had them, I was like, huh. Yeah. And you'd be and- like, oh, y'all hate no be I ain't do that. Y'all just mad, blah, blah, blah. And then you'd be like, hmm. Someone said the quote to me this week, you bitches who go to therapy think y'all never do nothing wrong. And I was like, oh. Oh, wow. I'm being red. Is that what's happening here? See, and I'm also bitches who go to therapy. But um, my joke of the week is um, weight loss. I can never gain this much weight ever again because my metabolism is so slow and it takes me so long to lose weight. Um, and I have commitment issues that like, I've been in Detroit for I think six weeks, maybe six or seven weeks it's taken me that long to lose 10 pounds. And I've lost the 10 pounds. I'm in my first like weight benchmark. I planned it out in my planner when I wanted to have lost 10 pounds, when I want to have lost 20 pounds, all of that. But like, it's taken me six weeks to lose 10 pounds. And I'm just like, if I can never get back to this place where I have to lose 25, 30 pounds because it's going to take me seven years to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's so stressful. Like, and even still, like I'm saying 10 pounds because by the time this episode airs, it really will be six pounds, but it's really 9.6 pounds at this point. And that's six weeks worth of hard work, working out on a consistent schedule and intermittent fasting. 
10 pounds in six weeks. When like I talk to some other people who like are on weight loss journeys and they'd be like, oh yeah, you know, in the first three weeks, you know, I lost like, unless like 10 pounds, it's like, fuck you. Like, cause y'all have got to be doing Coke, mm-hmm. honestly. No, I, I'm retweet because I've been on a consistent workout journey and I, and I've worked out before, but I also was still eating garbage. I'm actually eating not garbage for once in my life to the point my body's like, what the hell is going on? That first week, my body was like, where are the burgers? What's going on? And I, I started at 188 and then I, I was down to 184, like, boom. I was like, yeah, nigga, four pounds down, nigga. I've been teetering in the same 185, 186, 183, 184, like for the past like three weeks. And I've been working out for like five weeks now. Well, if you're doing a lot of strength training or if you're like using weights, it's body recomposition. So I'm also trying to be nice to myself about that because body recomp often happens before fat loss. If you're like training your muscles, your muscles will start like developing before the fat actually like is coming off of your body the only reason I feel like I'm losing fat the way that I am is because I only eat eight hours a day and I eat I try to eat whole foods at that in that time so like I feel like that's the reason that I'm losing a lot of fat because my scale does body fat percentage too and it does water weight and all of those things so I'm like really seeing everything broken down but um your body is recompositioning itself from fat to muscle so muscle being a little denser than fat, you probably are on the right track and doing great. It's just not showing up on the scale yet. Mm-hmm. And that's, so. you know what, that's fair. Cause it's, it's hard out here for a pimp for sure. Um, Cause I'm trying and my it, best. And then especially some traveling cause I go to Detroit um, Thursday. Well today, I guess if you're listening to the podcast and, and I don't get back till Wednesday and I cannot fall off. You want to download my um, Planet Fitness app and you could just scan it? Well, I have LA Fitness. So, yeah, I have gym privileges. So I think that's fine. I just can't fall off. Yeah. And when you be with dudes, like you be eating good, you be happy. It feels like a little vacation when you're with your niggas. So it's like, especially skinny ones. Yes, because they're going to eat, eat, eat and not gain weight. And you think you him. And Mm-hmm. You are not that girl. <laughs> and I have learned that on many occasions. Um, but my weight loss, my weight loss goal for February 10th was to be at 190. I started this year at 200. And so I'm at 190.4 now. And you know, tomorrow morning I'm pretty sure it's gonna be at 190 or a little under, and that makes me really happy. That's good. <laughs> Why are you screaming? Hit 100K. Congratulations. <laughs> oh my God. I was at 99.9 when I woke up. So I was like, oh, let me check again. So you guys can see this in real time. I hit 100K on TikTok. That's what beautiful. That's beautiful. 100,000 people want to know what you're doing. That is so crazy. That's, that's dope. I well. did this in three weeks. That's some crazy shit. Man, you just got to really bet on yourself, man. Like, this is insane. By making jokes in my mother's kitchen. Hmm? I said I knew it was going to happen. Okay, let's, let's, um, so we do have letters. We cussed y'all out last week and we do have letters, but ain't anybody got time to read them shits right now. Yeah, because I, I, when I say I have a meeting in 47 minutes, I just, if we start reading letters right now, that's all we're going to talk about today. So we're going to get to them next time we have time. So um, send some more so we can have plenty of letters to read. I would that would be so much fun just to have a letters episode where all we do is read y'all letters and then the episode be we just got a letter because I love that song from Blues Clues. That would be so much fun. Wonder okay. who it's from. Please tell us y'all business. Y'all hemmed and hard about us calling y'all out and still didn't write us. Well, some of y'all did, but more so please. We're gonna, we gonna get into that next week. Um yeah. <sighs> But today we're talking about biracials because they've been losing their minds. We're talking about biracials. We're talking about anti-blackness against black women, colorisms. We're talking about all this shit. So let's get into it. It's Black History Month and it's just, it's a lot. Um, And biracials, we waiting on, y'all wait to the 14th for Black History Month. Y'all start on Valentine's Day, okay? 
No, they start on side chick day because they you get that full 14th day and then okay. you start on the 15th day. So side chick day is when y'all start. So um side yeah. chick day. That's so funny. The 15th is side chick day, y'all know it. Oh, he's busy on the 14th. No, you're not. No, you're not. He with that girl. Um, it's so crazy. I was with somebody once where I did not know that I was like the other person. And we spent all Valentine's Day together. And in hindsight, how? <laughs> I mean, from breakfast to uh, Waffle House, we... <laughs> you know, I don't know how men do it. Like, the time management... The time management is crazy. You know, if you can have all these different girlfriends, you need to get a real estate license or like a CDL or something. It's no reason you're not a billionaire. A project management certification because if you had the, if that nigga had the skill to have a whole nother bitch that I didn't know about and spend Valentine's Day with me from sunrise to sunset, you are missing some money. You're missing some money. You got something else you could be doing. It's so, there's so much opportunity. You better go get working in construction or something. Fix these potholes. Get it. You figure out how to get in the tech. Get some certifications or something because you got talent, my boy. You got talent. Oh, shout out to my ponytail. My hair has grown so much. I would I love have- to have video for this episode with the way these rollers in my head are set up. Girl, the day that I come beaten slave with my face, it's Your not face is done. You have on lashes, please. I know. I, I have it. booty boogers in my eyes. I wouldn't call it that. Be a little nicer to yourself. But I, I, this is because I'm going to work. Um, and it makes me feel powerful at work when I look better than everybody else. Um, yeah. So that's, and I recently learned how to do eyeshadow a little better than I used to do it. So I'm happy about that too. What's wrong with you white mom biracials? I want to start there. Listen, it, it's, it's something, because <laughs> you know, I know it's something wrong. And it's, it's, it's a very, I don't know. We we get straight into it, but there's something wrong. And also, it's funny. Like, okay, let's take for the Kardashians for example. These men procreate with these white women, uplift as a prize, and the white women think they have a, a leg up on us, and then they get left too, like us. Okay, so first of all, with I don't know what it is, uh, two points. I don't know what it is about white mom biracials, how they all behave the exact same way. Every and it's time. every single time. And it's kind of just like this, like, it's like audacity, but like spicy kind, where it's like, I've never seen another human being behave this way. So much so that when I'm talking to biracial people and they'll say something like off the wall or like behave like in a fucked up way, I'm like, yo, is your mama white or your daddy white? And I'd be knowing before. You always know. Before I was at a comedy show one time and I said something about biracial people and then a girl in the audience made a noise. I was like, you a white mom biracial? She's like, yeah, I was like, thought so. Because you, why are you behaving like that? And, it, and it's always just like the most, they, just the most inappropriate behavior. I oh, and it's like, it's like white mom biracials, but also your daddy didn't let you hang out with your aunties. Like you didn't have any yeah. black woman influence. Like or in your- the scarier one is when the dudes leave. So now you just a black child being raised by a white woman. Which so, I think I think what happens when when non-black women, because it's not even just a white woman thing, it's non-black women get with black men and they have these attitudes that like, oh, he wouldn't do me like that. And they think that he wouldn't do you like that because he doesn't like black women. And he's convinced you that all his issues with women have been because they black, because they loud, because they angry or whatever, when really he's just a fucking lunatic. So he's going to leave you. Also, you thought that you were better and you thought that you were different. Mm -hmm. You are not. He has a issue with women and he made it seem like it was a black woman thing. And you, you know, patted yourself in the back because, like, yeah, I'm not one of no black bitches. Mm. Looking a little Look, black bitch at me. Looking at you, Chloe. Mm. And what's what's so funny about the Kardashian situation? Because I have no sympathy for Kim Kardashian. I Same. feel like Santana. Look at you, have them in distress. Stay on my business. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel because this nigga did exactly what we thought he was gonna do. And now you're talking about how stressful the divorce is and trying to co-parent. They had to have each other. You was about still married, not 72-day marriage when y'all got together. Had to have him sitting front row of the BET Awards. Had to have him. 
Now, and now look at you. You had all them designer babies. You got your, <laughs> you got your, you, you got your talented mulatto. The whole thing, it, with, outside of Courtney, they all went and got mixed kids. That's weird. It's then there's weird. A, there's a video of um, what's the what's Courtney's ex husband's name? Scott. There's a video of Kim and Scott trying to pick out a stroller, and Kim is like. Yeah, I want my my baby's stroller to like go with her skin tone. Uh, we don't know what that's gonna be yet. And Scott's like, "Well, the baby's gonna be black." And then Kim was like, "No, she's not." Yeah, I remember. Yeah, she was just kind of like, "She's gonna be a shade of you know a, a different skin tone." And it's like, "Your baby's black. She's it's gonna be black. She's gonna be black. Like that's what that is." And, and then, then it's then- like they want these black babies, but they also don't want the babies to be black. Everybody want a nigga until it's time to be a nigga. Like you want these olive babies and shit. Like, but that's not. No. Yeah, like you're not color matching at Sephora. Like this is a human being. This is a person. Also, also there's a video of uh, the the ugly one, the one that looks like the girl from Big Mouth, saying, "Nigger." Nigger lover. Yeah. 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 And you could, tell, you could tell. You could tell. The way them hoes did Jordan, I will never. Y'all have stolen everybody's man. Trina should have beat you like y'all was in Opalaka somewhere because all the niggas you done stole from her. And then you could tell when she said it in the video from the lack of like surprise and astonishing that they say it all the time. No one batted an eye. No one blinked. That's how they be talking in that household. And this is why I get so upset with black men about like, cause like do what you want to do. This is why I get so upset with like when they involve black women in it because they're calling you nigger behind your back and probably saying it to your face and you think it's cute because you think you got something exotic you're being disrespected you're being disrespected it's fetishization and they take it as a compliment so when we saying you shut your hate and black bitch ass up it's just like you know what okay you know okay yeah go on over there that's why i kind of like you know i don't know amber rose like that we not like tight but that's like when she when she and kanye or her and kanye whatever the grammar is was splitting up and she was just like the kardashians finna fucking use you and you're gonna be miserable when they done with you and that's how you just gotta be with this shit sometimes because i'm not about to be waving my fucking love me flag i'm amazing flag like oh you know because like for example like it really used to hurt my feelings when like rappers would say like anti-black woman shit or like anti-dark skin woman shit and rappers that i liked used to say shit in their music where I'm like that the song literally could have stood without that beautiful black woman I bet that bitch looked better red and here she go with Regine listening to this fucking song and you know Regine know all the words of the goddamn song because Regine will know all her daddy's song so how right. do you feel I wish my daddy would have gotten the pulpit talking about how light-skinned women were better all these three black ass daughters you got right and I, I I think that I don't know I wonder if the way that black men because like for example like being our in our age group like at the time that we started college you know future was a big thing and when I go back and like listen to the songs that were popular when I was in school of his because you know there's nostalgia there he so often talks about non-black women he got, he calls like, I guess, white women or whoever, like skinned women, pink toes, like shit like that. And it's some weird shit. It's some weird shit. But you and know it's what? Just like, also, going over there, because y'all both fetishizing each other, and you gonna look like Boo Boo the Fool when he leave you like like you thought he wouldn't, like how since Santana was like, oh, black men treat Latinas better, blah, blah, blah. No, they don't. And he, but you know what? The black men, they don't really get no consequences for real from it because they get to have their babies and leave like they do every time and go and move and about their life and go have more mo mixed babies or more whatever babies. Because, but here's the thing, because whether they had babies with black women or whether they had babies with non-black women, they was going to have the babies and leave anyway. And what I think it is, it's just easier to have babies and leave with women who are not black. And then you get this bitter baby mama thing. And it's like, no, I literally want you to take care of your child, which I have never understood that how women end up especially black women with the short end of the stick of just like the narrative there. Like, no, this is your baby. I'm bitter because you're bad at this. Yeah, like I'm when, we, yes, I'm, I'm mad. I got a lot yeah, of mad like about on Twitter when all the men got upset because they women were like, Hey, 
if you are co-parenting with somebody and you got a one bedroom apartment, that's not good. Like you're not doing well, where is that baby sleeping? And men got so upset. Oh, kids don't need all that. Da, 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 da. What the you fuck are you know, talking about? You somewhere calling a woman bitter because she don't want her baby sleeping on this Walmart futon in your kitchen. Oh, he can sleep in my bed. Now he, the baby got to sleep in them red and black sheets and you red on the couch. That's not like this. Get that baby a race car, uh, a Lightning McQueen bed. But when they, do, when they do that to non-black women, I think the experience is different and that's one of the reasons why it's fetishized. But even even that, because again, the fetishization goes both ways. It was like two years ago, this TikTok, I found that white lady with all them black kids. She had like six kids and they was all sleeping on like the couch and, and three, four beds in a room. I'm like, you have four black baby daddies. Nobody's here. Nobody's here. But and that's babies are living in squalor. That's what you wanted. But, and she would she legit did a video breaking down all her baby daddies and i'm just like black 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 and i'm and when i tell you like you know she looked like a more buck wild version of on don't be a menace i was just watching this last night so it's fresh in my head don't be a menace when he was like my milk of magnesia can you tap that like she looked like her that's what they like so going on over there you know if, if that's what you like going over there and it's going to be tax season. A lot of these babies is tax season babies. And I know that's a rude thing to say, but a lot of times y'all be getting y'all tax money back. These niggas be homeless. They come and stay with you. They get y'all pregnant. So they make sure you get more tax money and they just keep making their rounds every April, just yeah, right before honestly, every April. Very sick. And it seems to be a very transaction, transactional fetishization. So sure. And I'm, I'm glad I that just, I'm- I would like to let out of it though. I'm glad that I'm left out of it. Like, for example, like the fucking red pill niggas, the incel podcast dudes who give, I guess, dating advice on how to be an alpha male, all this shit. I am so divinely blessed that them type of niggas are not attracted to me and don't like me. Like, do the words hurt? Like when I hear them and it comes across my timeline, like, yeah. And I try my best to like filter that type of shit out of my internet experience. But for the most part, yes, want, please want to be with other women. Please want to be with women that are not me because you are fucking crazy. And first of all, these incel niggas, for the most part, the women that you say you want and the women that you say you don't want, don't want you. So neither group of women want to be with you. That's the hilarious part because you're saying, oh, I don't want a Shaniqua or we not night Riders. That's some shit I heard they was talking about. That's to. some dark shit. That's some I was like, we're night. Like, night. I feel like it's just like a brand to be like, fuck black women. I don't like them. They're ugly. Here we are, just a little like emoji sparkles, like emoji sparkles, just like fuck you guys. And it's like we it's very it's it's a slap in the face. And I feel like and I and I also had to like, why do I feel away every time I see this these this kind of matchup? Because it's like I feel like you're trying me. And it's like not that I want you or anything, but it's like I feel like you're trying me and stop playing. And and also, as far as those incel niggas, especially on Twitter, let a black woman say Chris Evans fine. Now we a bad winch. We all types of, and then it's pulling up tweets from 2010, 2009 of me saying Taylor Lautner in, in New Moon and Twilight is fine. Now I'm a bad witch. Right. Go to hell. But every, every time we turn around, we have to hear about how black women behave and there's there. And then also, you know what? It's so crazy because you have black men that like, are like, okay, I don't think like that. You know, that's not my experience. I love black women. I love black women, but I don't hear a lot of that discourse being made in response to this foolishness. I don't yeah. like, it'll get said to me or it'll get said in conversation, but ain't nobody making no podcast to be like, yeah, black women are amazing. No. And it's not profitable. It's profitable to be like, fuck these black women. Meanwhile, these niggas is listening to it and they mama third room. They black mama and they're making them them beanies and weenies that they like, but it's fuck us. Oh. And it's, it's also like, it's crazy to me. Like, remember how that girl got dragged because they was calling her a bad wench for having a brown boyfriend? Like, he wasn't even, I don't even think he was white. He wasn't even white or non-black. He was black too. And it's called all kinds of bad wins. So she called them bullet bags. And then niggas went to cry. And it's like, <sighs> oh. So, so, so here's the thing. First of all, I think the term bullet bag, I never oh, no, it, I, I wouldn't say that. That's it, that's a lot for me. That was a heavy lift. A very heavy lot. lift for me. And also, I just don't feel that way. But I think first I've had the I've been fortunate enough to really only fuck with like 
men who like black women and men who like the type of black woman I am. I will say that I had an ex say something very mean to me once. Um, I don't think he did it on purpose, but like, it's kind of crazy how like, just like casual colorism and casual like social violence against black women and darker skinned black women. And I'm not even darker skinned black women. I'm just not light skinned. And that's also a part of it too. Like I've accepted that light skinned people don't think I'm light skinned and dark skinned people don't think I'm dark skinned. And I'm just kind of here on the color palette in the middle. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I um showed my ex a picture of my mom and my mom is lighter skinned. And I showed him a picture of my dad. And he was, I think I said this before. And he was like, I know your mom was tight when you came out as dark as you did, when you came out brown. And I was just kind of like, ah, ah. What? Yeah. I was just kind of like. You seen that white girl on on Jerry Springer? What? (laughs) Right. That's how I felt. And I, when I say I sat on it all day and it was like, a, we were long distance and it was a date day. So I had to like, not choose violence. I had to choose to just- Cause what kind that. of shit is that to even let slip out your mouth? I don't know, but it was hurtful. And he and I, we dated twice. So I didn't never tell him how bad that hurt my feelings until the second time that we dated, which was a year and a half later. And I'm just like, what did you, and it's so funny. Cause I was basically like, and this is before the Drewski video, like came out I was like what did you mean by that by that that? he was like oh I didn't mean anything by it he was like I'm just saying like I bet you know she didn't expect you to come out you know as dark as you did I was like that's not how it sounded that's not what there's only one way for that to sound either you think I'm some black ass bitch or you think my mama's a colorist bitch who'd be like look at this black ass baby either way there's no there's no positive there's no positive positive in that but just have to think I had a conversation with my other friend who's also like She's browner than me. So it'll be like, oh, y'all two brown bitches come <laughs> get in the section. Like, we'll, we'll go out. But we were talking about our parents because we also had like that Martin and Gina phenotype for our parents as well. Like light skinned mom, dark skinned dad. And I'm like, is that a colorist? Was that? Huh. Were they disappointed when we came out brown? Because my mommy's getting mistaken for like Dominican. When we go, like, when we're in Miami, we go to Walmart. Like one time, something that happened on the news, I can't remember what it was, but Telemundo came up to my mom, my mom like, blah, 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 blah. my mom was like, hey, I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint. We're black. We no speak in Spanish. <laughs> like they came up full, like thinking she's going to come back. Like, yeah, Spanish. She was like, <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. Um, I think um, I just want black men to be just like a little more gentle with us like even if you don't prefer us even if it's a preference even if you don't want to be with black women just like do what you're doing and that's why I'm never irritated by black lady white man relationships because they stay out the way it's a couple weird ones like the ones who are married to like the the ones who stormed the capitol on January 6th like those are like that is weird you y'all need to go see the lady and one of y'all need to be in jail but just in general like we're talking like regular couples with like common sense who are rap tight black lady white men relationships are not centered around the fact that they are black and white like it seems like they're just regular yeah, relationships centered around like love for the most part obviously love we love each other we're two humans who are in love blah 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 but when when, when it's like the black men like that one coach who's like i love my white wife do you love it because she's white? Right. Or and I think she's not black. What are you doing? So my father used to just get like really upset when those commercials, like it was like a, a time period for a while where like Cheerios commercials, all types of commercials. It's still going on. I just saw one, a new one the other day. Yeah, where it's black lady, white man. And he's like, well, why is it never? That might be my dad or my uncle, somebody, somebody I'm related to was like, why is it never, you know, the other way around? Why is it never? Ever? You know, Walk outside. No, no, they're talking about immediate, which I think I figured out the answer. Because when it's black man, white lady, it's controversial because of how y'all act. So it's gonna set off all of this like social media discourse mm-hmm. about this because y'all act stupid about it on Twitter and y'all act stupid about it behind closed doors. Like y'all just posture so much with these relationships that the product won't be able to be sold that that's that is true and i also feel like with they don't black men don't see the problem with how they treat us or do us because they in their minds they are the most oppressed in the entire history of oppression right 
they don't and see no kind of other they don't see homophobia they don't see misogyny they don't see nothing else but i i'm a young black man it's and like let me tell you both because they don't understand intersectionality so it'll be like you know black men and we'll get into the conversation about police i saw a tweet once it was like the female equivalent like women going black women going to give birth is the equivalent to the interactions that black men have with police but we also have those interactions with police so it's like we're we're, y'all are not like y'all are special to me but these experiences are not special because we're experiencing both of them we are criminalized as well we are treated bad poor way poorly in the justice system we're disenfranchising the justice system as well on top of everything else that we have to deal with being a woman and how being a black woman is influenced by those things so i want people to start like stop being so dense about that about like the black man versus black woman experience because a lot of those experiences are intertwined and maybe if y'all realize that y'all can find some empathy Maybe y'all can find some. And honestly, they don't want to because the ones who do have enough brain power to get it, they know the point and they can put it together. Like, have you seen the um, the or the TikTok sound when it's like the voice, uh, the speech coach with the little kid? It's like pig, mm-hmm. no key. Oh, okay. Now say it together. That's how niggas understand intersection. Like, okay, I'm black. Okay, I'm a woman. Okay, I have two times you know what i'm saying like and then it'd be like well, y'all black bitches it's like no you was right there at it you was you right, was right you there so they don't understand the concept of being oppressed and the oppressor and they don't understand the concept of the nuances of privilege as well because when i said black men have straight black men have privilege all hell broke loose on the on the clock app i mean on the, on the i think that and i've said this all the time and i stand by it i don't care Black men sometimes, sometimes feel like their last barrier to like white man success is being black. And I think that that's why they're so frustrated because it's, they want whiteness. They want like the power power of a white man. That's why we never be able to, that's also why I think the historically, even going back to Jim Jim Crow days, having a white woman was such a big thing because it's like, I can have what a white man can have. Exactly. And I think that's really what it comes down to as well, especially even down to like the R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. Well, Harvey Weinstein and, and if, if blah, 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 I don't get in trouble, I shouldn't either. And another thing is that's another part of why I feel like when it's the black woman, white man, there's no there's no like nanny nanny boo boo to it because a white man is a white man. At the end of the day, we ain't got to do all of that because he a white man. White men already have that upper hand. And I think that's also what upsets them as well, because like at least we'll us and white women you still a woman you know what i'm saying we still got but white men don't have straight white men top of the totem pole baby like it, it, ain't, it don't get no better than that you know what i'm saying so it, we don't have nothing to prove. And, and not it don't get no better than that but it's like it's like kind of like how i think of it like as like handbags how like you have logo bags and you have classic bags right logo bags are wonderful I love logo bags. Some of these bags, you just got to know money. It's just up there. It's just a good, expensive bag that costs as much as your car. And I ain't got to say shit about it. We ain't got to talk about it. I ain't got to hold it up, hold my shoe upside down so you can see that the bottom is red. It's a Birkin. It just is. It just And that don't don't make it no better. The Neverfull is still nice. Right. And it don't make it no better. It has just been elevated. Mm-hmm. Maybe even unfairly, a Birkin costs eight hundred dollars to make. Yeah. But it's a Birkin. It, it, it's just it's just the system that we in. White men. That's just the system. But I think you know. I think that sometimes men be treating these white women, these non-black women, like logo bags. Just look, 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 look. What I got? Like that Gucci belt. You gonna see that Gucci belt? Right. If you got to tuck your fucking long shirt all the way down to your socks we're gonna see this gucci belt but um first of all okay so i have a concern um about nick cannon and i've said this on twitter and it's one of the tweets like you know how you have a tweet that you think is gonna pop off it's never the tweets that you think are gonna pop off that pop off it's yeah. some dumb shit you should you said that you thought four people were gonna agree with and then now it's blown up but anyway 
people are not on my side about trying to figure out what Nick Cannon is doing with these biracial babies. And I'm really concerned because like, how much of the population is gonna have Nick Cannon's DNA in the next 20, 30 years? It's honestly something, a very nefarious hotel plan that he has and it's, it's scary. And you seen that Time magazine cover when it's like, this is what everybody's gonna look like in X amount of years. There's all gonna be descendants of Nick Cannon. Like Father Abraham and many sons. It's trying giving. to be the new Abraham. And I, I really feel like that's what makes sense in his head with them turbans. The turbans were whispering to him, be the new Abraham. So that's why he's putting all of these mixed children in all of these households. I don't care if he is a billionaire. There's no way you can be present for all of that. And then the cognitive dissonance of this whole, like, my issue with Nick Cannon, this whole advancement of Black people thing, it's really just like advancement of Black men. And that's why. And that's what it always is. Right. That's why you're having all these biracial babies, because it's not a black woman in sight. It's not a black woman, a full black woman in sight. So you got this whole pro-black I wear turbans, hotep agenda that ain't even in the script of hotepness. But even in the hoteps, you think of Dr. Umar, all these plans and, and, and wishes for the black community. Y'all talk about the men. Fuck us. We're not included in that. We never have been. That's why Dr. Umar had that wedding where them ladies was wearing them satin tablecloths as white white as wedding dresses. And I'm he still never- highly disturbed by that as well. And you know what? I wonder what it is with women and wanting to be partnered with men so bad that like you truck past these big red flags. It's like as a woman, and I'm not even as old as the women who were participated in this were, there's 0% chance I would have been donning my white satin tablecloth to get married to Dr. Umar with another woman and at least take a pause and been like, maybe this is not in my life plan. Maybe this is not what's supposed to be happening to me. You didn't want to think it over in the banquet hall bathroom. Here's the thing. We can't say these bitches. We cannot like the tweet. Like I do not support all women. Some of y'all bitches be dumb. We cannot save these girls. You, we, it's, it's nothing we can do the the conditioning the social conditioning the the patriarchy they're too far gone they will they will marry a man who looked like a dust mop to say they got a man there's nothing we can do about them we are the the very few in the proud over here and you just cannot you cannot undo all that programming and these women's heads you can't it's nothing you can do and, and, I, just have, and I have to even realize like it's nothing i can do about this the girls it's so crazy because I surround my uh, surround myself now with women that like are not their whole identities are not consumed by having a man or being partner. I was friends with people who were like that recently, and those people are not in my life anymore. But now that I've been out of that friendship for so long, I'll be talking to women and they'll be talking to me about men, and I'm like, why is this the focus of your life? why is this all you need have you met men why is this the thing that you want to do most it's and not, to, not to say that wanting romantic love because i've seen people being mean to women See, on i Twitter. was gonna bring that, that girl up it's nothing wrong with with you know wanting romantic partnership there's nothing wrong with that but centering it and creating your whole personality around it and having nothing else going on but that and being with scum just to say you have somebody or oh that's what's wrong with you hoes and y'all still like that's where the problem lies and see i tweeted something once and people got kind of upset with me about it and i don't know if the tweet is still up there or whatever but basically the idea of the tweet was just like you know just because i'm hungry don't mean i gotta eat pizza off the sidewalk just because you hungry don't mean food on the ground is what you need you hungry you're not dying relax relax it's I, I want the girls to be free let me look and, at this i didn't say it right but i'm listening go ahead yeah i just want the girls to be free and i don't know if it, i'm speaking from place to place because I, I have a man like no, that's not even because i feel like i felt the same way even when i was single and even when i was single i was content was like look i'm just have to be single because the way these men are behaving i just have nothing for this right but it just has to be more to life so it the tweet said oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no i didn't i thought I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, you know, yeah, okay, I've I've made it to the promised land or whatever. This shit could end the drop of a dime. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why woman, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you have a man. I don't know why you even worry about it. Like, blah, blah, blah. But like, I just, 
I wasn't this down bad though. And I've, I've made my mistakes in love and I've, you know, been here and I've done that and I've, I've, I've fucked on the air mattresses, sure. But y'all be weak in the knees, stand up. Stand up. And okay, so here's a tweet. This guy tweeted, he said, if niggas be in y'all DM so much, why y'all single? So I tweeted, if there's pizza on the sidewalk, why y'all be hungry? Because just because this nigga's paying attention to me or wanting to pay attention to me, don't mean that that's the nigga I'm supposed to have. What the hell is wrong with y'all? I just, I want women to experience life outside of the scope of needing and wanting a man. And so many of our decisions are informed by needing or wanting a man that we miss out on other pieces of life. You miss out on other pieces of life, especially if you fold in all of the anti, but even some of the black men that exclusively date black women are anti-black. And they have anti-black ideas that are folded into the way that they love and folded into the way that they move about their relationships. Stand up. Stand up. That's the episode title. We doing with TikTok um, for the titles and it's been going great for us, honestly. Y'all, first of all, thank y'all for rocking with us still. We got some new transitions. We got some new fans. Thank y'all for my TikTok people who on here who listen to the pod. We are doing great. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of us because, you know, I had some insecurities about moving forward. I have, you know, I be so like weird about stuff. Just like any change, cause I don't like change and I don't like things being out of my control. I immediately default to being like insecure about things and being like worst case scenario. And I'm so happy that I was not involved in a worst case scenario in this situation. I'm yeah, so glad. I was like, they're not gonna listen. They're gonna be like, oh my God, what a third girl. And stop being messy. Stop being messy. She's not here. Give it up, delicious. She's not here. And that's just like, what it is. Neither, no, none of the parties are saying anything, not being weird, blah, blah, blah. Stop adding this. Like, leave, leave us in her. Stop adding her in it. There's no mess. If there was mess, you would see it probably. <laughs> it's it's no mess. It's leave fine. all the parties involved alone. Stop adding. Leave us that mess. Alone. Stop adding us. At, like, Stop. There is no mess. Stop trying to find tea and squeeze tea, including comedian men who keep on trying to. I'm out in the streets. Y'all asking questions, trying to. You see, you saw the shit change. And y'all, these comedians in DMs, I'm not in the streets because I'm not in Atlanta right now, but these comedians in the DMs talking about some, oh, where's Lauren? What happened to Lauren? Stop you got her bullshit because it's nothing. And if you and ask, ask her, you know her just like you know me. Don't talk to me about it. People are really trying to like scrape the barrel for mess. And it's like, God. Um, sorry, we just that was a quick PSA that was just on my heart. Cause like, stop adding us and like Instagram. Too. Stop being weird, bro. Do you see us being weird? No. No. We trying to keep on trucking and you know, transition. And we were really like, I was, I was scared about the drop. I was like, oh my God, I don't know, like if people are gonna receive this, blah, blah, blah. But I'm thankful that y'all have been receptive of it. And, and, and thank you, but to the people being weird, just like if you truly like rock, rock with the podcast and you saw that we did a whole new photo shoot, we did a whole new thing, we did a whole new rollout, obviously we're trying to push forward. Right. And it's like, I, I love doing this podcast. I love y'all. I love the fan base. I love how interactive, even the four, five people who really do interact with us. I love that. And I just wanted to, you know, we're trying our best. It was, it's, this podcast is always, always super hard because we're doing this by stuff. I know interns, I know y'all applied and all that kind of stuff and I have to email y'all back. But, you know, this is, sisters are doing it for ourselves over here. We're mm-hmm. trying our fucking best and that's been the theme since day one. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Um, But back to the topic at hand, I want to talk about the one drop rule and four black grandparents. I have, um, uh, I believe three and a half uh black grandparents uh so i'm in here three and a half uh, my i think my i think my grandmother on my mom's side I think granddaddy was white i think so i'm not sure maybe i don't know don't look at me like this <laughs> you are from the mountains of caucasus please anyway um and if he is white, which I think he is, he's Italian. I gotta ask my mom. I'm not sure. So her um, name? No, my both my parents are black. My okay, you have four great four black grandparents. These are my great grandparents. No, I yeah, I think my grandmother, I think so. I think her dad was white. I think I think so, maybe. I don't know. I have to ask. Um, family history. But I'm not arguing with no, nobody about race who don't have at, at least at least three 
black grandparents. I'm not. And I, I feel like the plot has been lost on what one drop rule and passing and all those things are because the one drop rule, and it's, and it's hard with biracial because, oh, she ain't black. She black. No, she not. She not. I don't even know. Should we talk about what you look like or what you identify as? I don't really know how that works. It's kind of murky because people are like, oh, you biracial ain't black. And then if you say they, if you're not, they're not black. Oh, you racing they black. And so, girl, I don't know what the girl, is she black? Did she say she but, black? But, but some, yeah, because that's the thing. Like we all, and that's why I want to like really reevaluate this whole one drop rule situation because we'll be pushing blackness on biracial people and they'll be like, I, I identify as a black, a biracial person or a multiracial person. And they consider the white side of them having a, a culture and they don't look at themselves as black people. And we like, because we've been told, like, if you got a black parent, like, you black, you black, you black, you black, you black. And they're like, hold on, Holiday. Hold on. And then sometimes you'd be like, you are white. And then, like, actually, I identify as African adjacent. Like, you know, it's just like a whole thing. I met a guy. I, huh? No, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I don't know how to how to play it. Honestly, like, girl, what did she say she is? How she look? Does she look black? Does she look white? Does she white back? And then the white passing thing. So I'm sure you saw the video of the girl who found out her grandmama was um, black the whole time. Mm-mm. The girl on TikTok who found out <laughs> she did an ancestry DNA and found out her grandmother was black and left her family and started a whole new life and changed her name from Mammy to Millicent and lived the rest of her life as a white woman and procreated. So she's just not finding out that she's part black. Get out of town. Yeah. But, to- but he looked at the picture like this is obviously a black woman. White people are done there's I there was some I don't know what where I was or what I was doing but there was some like thing that I was looking at where it's like can you see it was like nine people and it's like can you tell which of these people are white and which of these people are passing and I failed I oh failed. yeah I was stumped that was like I yeah some Italians on there it had to be because. There was some Italians on there but um what was I met this guy at a Braves game pre-pandemic and I was, you know how drunk you get at baseball. Well, not, maybe not. Maybe it's just me because I have a problem with alcohol. But I'd be drunk at baseball games because I'm deliriously uninterested in the actual sport. And I was in the line waiting for the bathroom. And this white man, when I say he was cutting a fucking rug in the bathroom line, like dancing and shit. And I'm like staring. And I'm like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> and he was, he was like, what? And he, he, it was, I was being the weird one. Like he was living his best life, having a good time. And I'm like, what's up with this, with this rhythm? What's going on here? He was like, I'm black. I was like, are you white man? He was ginger. He looked Irish. <laughs> like the white man you cussed out at that party. <laughs> He's white. He is a white man. He was and talking. That, and that's what's wrong with the white mom. <laughs> because you're not going to sit up here looking like Abraham Lincoln and talking talk to, to me crazy. crazy in his kitchen. Right. He was talking to me foul and he deserved everything that I said to him but yes the man at the Braves game looks the well he's a little boy he was like very young compared to me he was like I'm a full black person and I was like no you're not <laughs> <laughs> lie again white man I was so confused and then he showed me and he didn't own this to me I think he's just used to it happening he showed me pictures of his parents and I was like why do you look like a Viking then? What is this? Oh, feet. Jeans. Right. Feet by I'm because of how light my mom's side is, and they're not like y'all white, like they just red people. Some it's some white blood in there somewhere. Some there was something non-consensual happening on somebody's plantation, obviously. Oh, at yeah. some point. And there's some Native American, but I don't even talk about my Native American side because it's been so ran through. No one's gonna believe me. So I just don't even talk about being part Cherokee no more because y'all y'all mudded it. Y'all I just assume that most Black people have Native American ancestry. It makes historical sense. I don't know why it's such a big deal. I think it's the hair thing. There's also like a texturism component to all of this stuff it, there where is. it's like, yeah, where it's like, oh, well, if you mix with something or you have something else in your ancestry, like your hair would look different or. Yeah, I think mine is a little more closer though because it's I think it's my great grandmother's parents so like my great great they were like one of them was a full-blood Cherokee whatever allegedly but anyway for me my fear with having mixed children which is why I try to stay as black as possible I keep on falling into the light skin trap list neither here nor there and last night I was leaving the gym I'm getting out of my parking spot and you know it'd be booming over at the gym so I'm thinking this person's waiting for my spot 
So I'm pulling out. He's like motioning for me. So I'm thinking like, oh my God, it's my front bumper hanging off because you're not know, be driving crazy. So I roll my window down like, yeah, what's up? Is everything okay? It's like an Asian guy. He's like, hey, you come to this gym often? So I'm automatically like, no, I've never been to this gym before in my life. I'm never coming again. Why? Right. He's like, oh, you know, um, what's your name? Like, I'm like, am I being holiday? <laughs> gym by an Asian man? I'm fine to Asians coming from the gym with this puff on my head. One, I was like, <laughs> but the second hand, I was like, I'm being hollered at. But my thought was, even if he, he wasn't like, now Asian men have gotten very fine. Cause if he looked like the prince from Cinderella or if he looked like the one from crazy rich Asians. Or the one from Insecure cause Andrew was cute. Andrew's Andrew cute. cute too. I'm obviously me being single in that scenario. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway, I would have been with it, but I was like, what? But my fear with being with um, being in an interracial relationship, if I have a child, that child grows up and I have this Asian child and they put Blasian and they screen name on TikTok, I'm, you have to delete the child. Or they put hashtag Blasian Sometimes. and they their whole personality. Like, granted, I would raise the child to not be a weirdo, but like, that's a fear. Um, I, t- I intend to procreate with a black man. I don't know what's going to happen for my life. I think that my fear with like, um, having a, a non black partner and also like having a like mixed baby is being a minority in my own house. Cause hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm already a minority at work. I'm already a minority. When I go out into the world, I'm not going to be a other in my home. I'm not finna have to check the other box. Not where my, I buy groceries. Not, not where I cook. And we ain't finna be eating all these noodles and shit because I don't <laughs> know how to make it. And <laughs> just... <laughs> we gonna be remixing shit. We gonna have right. uh, neck bone pad thai. And Ooh, some, some, let me tell you something. Let me write that down. Some neck bone ramen. Let me write that down. Think about it. Some turkey wing ramen. <laughs> Ooh, put that I have the crock pot in the in the pressure cooker in the instant pot one yeah. of the um detroit rappers that uh bay's cousin knows is called east side egg roll okay so and then we're gonna wrap up the podcast <laughs> um, that's because... how you that's the best of both worlds <laughs> no no <laughs> no oh in another one okay i'm sorry but the, now the black women do participate in some very corny interracial activity because there is that one couple that was on black love with the asian man and their name is watermelon egg roll on instagram i don't like it it gets very now now we we, we talk about the black white interracials but the blazers need to be discussed they do need to be discussed and you just told me something that now i absolutely have to look into it and i really don't want to and you forced my hand and now i need to see something racist or the fried chicken egg roll we need to talk about dominican people next episode because we running out of time and i gotta go to work but i absolutely want to talk about the watermelon egg rolls it is send it to me um we're gonna talk about you dominicans another day because y'all got some stuff going on too i know know black black. i know black bobby i don't i don't i know black bobby (laughs) no black Oh, but um, I have to go earn my little paycheck. So, um, all right, bye, y'all. I'll talk to you niggas later. Uh, bye, Melanie. Bye.